Welcome to the first bonus feature from Season 2 of New Chair Performing Arts Stories. Okay, it's not the first bonus feature, because I have several others from earlier interviews that I need to edit and post for you. But this is the first one I'm posting, and it's a lot of fun. As many of you know, after the official interviews are over, my guests and I often stick around and talk for a while. And when Jim True Frost and I did that, I told him about an important role that he had rather inadvertently played in my life. And then he told me an even funnier story about how I wasn't the first person to tell him that. What am I talking about? Well, rather than tell you, let's just listen in, shall we? Here now is a piece of my after-hours conversation with Jim True Frost. So the thing I was going to tell you was, you're talking about the, the sort of turning point that, that how singles was that moment for you. Yeah. So Suzanne and I talked about this last year, and I don't, I don't remember if this is in the little bonus thing that we did that I posted up online, or if it was just in part of the conversation that got, that got left on the, you know, virtual cutting room floor. But Cyrano was this kind of seminal moment for me. And I'll tell you that, uh, and this is a role, and this is, I, I, I remember when you and I were at the 10 year, was it the 10 year reunion? Um, I don't remember. I think it was. Anyway, I, I remember seeing you years later, sometime in the 90s when I, I bumped into you. And I remember saying something like, I was really grateful that you were out there and becoming successful because I wanted you to become a huge actor because the bigger your star you were, the better it was going to be for me to say, I lost out Cyrano to that guy. <laughs> but to go back to this, that was kind of, you played this weird role in in my life in that it's very unusual when uh, when you're 17 and particularly you know as you as an actor you have to kind of you always have to you have to do your best and feel your best and you have to be sort of your own advocate so when you got that part and i was one of the people who auditioned and, and did not something happened and what happened was it was the first time and this is this is pretend this may be the greatest compliment that i can pay you it was the first time that I had lost out a part to a different actor. And as I worked with you and watched you on stage and watched you do the part, I had to look at, I, 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 I could not escape knowing in my own mind, well, shit, he's better than I am. <laughs> he did that better than I, he, he's doing that better than I would have done that. And that, and that was, a, and that was a really important moment for me because that was the moment that I figured out that it, it and it it wasn't about I oh you're just not as you're you're just not talented, Dwayne. It was more that actually, no, you are talented and you can do this, but this is not a meritocracy. Mm -hmm. And the bottom line is, you know, that's you're not gonna be able to do this the way you want to do this. And if you're going to if you're going to pursue acting as a full time career, you need to know that and you need to be cool with that going in. And the more I thought about that, the more I realized, actually, no, that's kind of a deal killer for me. Mm. That's uh, no. <laughs> you know? So it's it's really cool to have to have the chance to talk to you today, because I realized I, I thought, oh, you know, someday Jim and I will get the chance to talk maybe and, and I'll tell him oh, that story. Oh. So I, so I wanted to tell you that. So that was kind that's of this. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's, yeah. really, that's something, man. And, they, and I often think about how arbitrary 
it is you know about who gets cast and and i don't i don't i don't mean to be falsely humble but i just feel like oh yeah charlie stone could have played the part or phil clement could have played the part or howie malham could have played the part or you know charlie stone you know charlie like charlie had the Charlie had the physicality for it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he ended up playing like the hotel keeper. Yeah. yeah. Bell Belleros, maybe. No, that God. was the actor. that was the Paul Bain part. I have to have him on the show, and I have to I have to mention that. That's cool. You know what's really funny? You you may do you did you know something makes me think you did a pair of twin brothers that were in your class named Andrew Green. Yeah, Andrew and Greg. Yeah, Gregory. Hmm. Greg was in my advisory, in fact. Okay, I've been in touch. I've been in touch with him lately too. We, we, of all things, my first, my second Broadway play, which was kind of my first feeling like I was like the first one was the the, the Grapes of Wrath with Steppenwolf. It was a huge ensemble, and it was what it was. But then, sort of, uh, who told me about it? Oh, Lois Smith, who played Ma Jode in The Greatest Wrath with us, called me one day in L.A. and said, they're doing Philadelphia, Here I Come. And at the Roundabout Theater, this seems like a good part for you. And I remembered the title from they had done it at Nutria West just before I got there, Mm -hmm. uh, probably your freshman year or something, because it was before my freshman year. And and I and I but I didn't know the play. Well, I studied the Northern Irish dialect till I was blue in the face and got that part and this i have my i was gar public and there were three buddies who come by in this one scene and one of them was played by gregory Chris greg yeah. oh that's so cool yeah, he's like remember me i knew you at nutrier i'm like yeah kind of yeah i remember you from nutrier <laughs> didn't you have a twin brother but i didn't know him at all at nutrier Anyway, the other day, Dwayne, he told me something just like what you just did, which was so dear to my heart. He said, Jim, I said, what, have you done any acting since we did that? And he said, no, I have to tell you, when we did Philadelphia, Here I Come at the Roundabout Theater, I looked at you playing that part and I said, I don't really belong doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so Jim True Frost culling the acting world. <laughs> Sending, I'm, I'm secretly sending darts out to pop people's balloons. Oh my god, that's awesome. He, that's you know, he great. sings with he sings with. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, he posted he's put the videos and stuff. Yeah, that's very yeah, cool. I, they're so great. It's it's it is so fun to see um, people, particularly and and Greg is is a perfect example. You know, there there's a certain level, and one of the things that I, I discovered in my years in business is that. Um, you can, you know, you can take the boy out of Nutria Theater, but you can't take the Nutria Theater out of the boy. Um, no matter where I go in my life, that need to have some kind of creative outlet is always going to be there. Mm. And you, it always has to. <clears throat> and I think Greg is, a, is another great example of that it, where it's 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 in you and it's got to come out. You got to do you, you have to you have to have some kind of outlet for that for that creativity and that energy and that beauty uh, uh, and that art that, that lives inside you. Indeed. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, so, so cool. And, uh, and uh, absolute uh, blast to have you on the show. I appreciate it. And, I, and I'm, it's Likewise. so cool that you listen. So oh, it's, I'm going to really enjoy listening to all the shows, Dwayne. It's really been fun and you're doing this great job with it. Congratulations. Uh, it's, 
it is Thank my it, it's my labor of love because it, this is just um it's something that uh it's it needs to be said it needs to be celebrated it really Indeed. does yeah so anyway thank you sir my pleasure entirely thanks Dwayne. good luck i'll see you have a great whatever. day all right bye-bye see you bye this special bonus feature of Nutria performing art stories is a copyrighted production of narratives llc it is written directed produced and edited with great care by yours truly, Dwayne Burkhardt. If you have comments or suggestions, please email info at NutrierPADStories.com. A reminder for those in the Nutrier area that the spring 2024 performing arts season begins this coming week with the Dance Ensemble Showcase. The performance is this coming Wednesday, January 10th at 7 p.m. in Cornog Auditorium on the Northfield campus. And while we're talking about dance, please join us on our next regular episode when my guest will be professional dancer turned Nutrier dance teacher, Laura Deutsch. Until then, as always, thanks for listening. Please hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time.